youtube.com slash mayhewmayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. Once again, we are joined by that creepy guy who lives in his basement. Nick, from YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man. And also joining us is the man who skims the pool behind my house, Emmanuel. Hello. As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Nick... Why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because I take my old socks and I stuff them in my mouth while I masturbate because I find the smell both repulsive yet somewhat erotic. That is exactly correct. That makes this a podcast that even I'm ashamed of just from hearing what you just said, Nick. He's, the reason why he's ashamed of it is he's like, fuck, I thought I was the only person that did that. <laughs> he's like he said that he's just like man that's such a good idea because sometimes i like grab my foot and pull out to my head and I look like a like an idiot trying to sniff it but for some reason there's just something that keeps bringing me back he's like i just always pull out my fungal jerk sock and stuff it in my mouth <laughs> fungal jerk sock <laughs> 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 You're the one with athlete's foot on your dick. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god. The real t- tears the, start flowing. The funny thing about Greg having athlete's foot. Um, yeah. Ha, <laughs> fuck. Before we get into this, let's take a quick commercial break. Ever been searching through your bush looking for your dick and can't seem to find it? Well, you won't have that problem with 30 Minutes of Mayhem because it's available on YouTube iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and a plethora of other options. With 30 minutes of mayhem, every pube is a dick. You look down, and you have a cocktopus of options. So before we get into this first topic, I want to tell you guys a little bit of a story that inspired this topic. Okay, let's hear it. The naval base that I lived on was a joint base, actually. When you live in the barracks, the only people who can stay in your room overnight are you and your roommate if you have one. There was this gentleman that apparently had a roommate and he had his girlfriend also living in the room with him. This super common thing happens all the fucking time based on my experience. Well, this gentleman lives up on the second floor. Now, keep in mind, it is pretty simple to hide somebody in your room or on base or whatever that isn't in service because there's people that work such different schedules. People just blend the fuck in. So this gentleman, he mm-hmm. lives on the second floor and the girlfriend that he has living with him is wheelchair bound. There's no elevator in the building that he's in. He has to carry her in her chair up the two flights of steps Damn. to get to where he lives. It's not very easy to hide someone on base when they are wheelchair bound. That's true love right there. That is true love. Yeah. I mean, props. Apparently he had a roommate at the time. The roommate kept complaining that girlfriend was staying there and they were super confused because she's wheelchair bound. So it's... (laughs) It's not like you can hide her. It's pretty obvious who she is when she's the only person on the entire base in a wheelchair. And you live on the second floor of a barracks, so it's not exactly the easiest to hide her because you have to carry her up the fucking steps. Everyone sees it. Anyways, so finally they get reported and they're trying to catch this guy in the act. And finally they do. After a long period of trying, they finally do. One day they get into his room when 
he is at work, and they find her passed out in the bathtub. Oh, shit. Dead. Heroin, Wait, is she heroin oh. overdose. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> this is a, this is a fucking, fucking twist. Us? No, I'm just, I'm just playing. She didn't have a heroin overdose. But oh, my God. <laughs> I, oh, God. I thought that might have been the case. So I was just like, oh, my God. Is that <laughs> fucking with us? Is he not? I can't tell with Mike. I got a sad sandwich with sad toppings on top of it. Speaking of heroin, my question to you guys is, do you think that you could ever date or have sex with someone who is para or quadriplegic? Fuck yeah, because I love to go to theme parks. And bam, if I got a girl who's a para... Interesting. Well, we already know the answer for Greg, so I guess we could skip him, because he's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that means vagina, right? Well, so guys... Cashing in that V-card, even if she can't feel it, it that makes it, it even better. Probably, yeah, especially if it was in, like, dating, if it was just, like, you know, a one-night stand or something like that. It would probably be better if it was just, like, with somebody who, like, you know, isn't going to get any sensation out of it, because there's a good chance that I'm probably going to suck, and I'm probably going to just blow my load after the first pump. But think of that long-term, Greg, though. That's like preparation for being a porn star, because you can just pound and pound all of it. Like, you will, you will build up a tolerance. A tolerance? I don't know if that's the word I would use. You will build up a very calloused foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a big dick sensitivity issue. That's right. You'll be using that lotion on your dick just to make the callus go away and nothing else. This, this stole my foreskin when I was but a babe. So, Greg, <laughs> yeah. Greg, you're you're saying that you're not opposed to Meals on Wheels. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> See, it's the easiest uh, way to ride her around Chowtown. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Ladies with hair, uh, or do you only eat bear? Uh... As long as it's not too much hair, because, you know, How the I don't want to get know? my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the Christopher Columbus of porn. Speaking of Christopher Columbus of porn, eyes. Christopher Columbus of xxx.tumblr.com. Somebody's eating up bandwidth. So speaking of eating up bandwidth, you are not opposed to dating and or having uh, sexual intercourse with someone who is para or quadriplegic. Well, quadriplegic, mmm... Or a paraplegic. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, paraplegic I'm perfectly fine with. If it wasn't racist to say no, what would the term be? Like, it's not sexist. What's ableist. It's called ableist. Okay, so are you an ableist? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, wh what do you mean by that? What, what the <laughs> fuck are you saying? <laughs> He's like, Psst, no. I mean, well, like, so, I mean, like, well, what do you, what do you mean by that, though? Nick, I mean, well, like I said, well, I mean, if we're talking about paraplegic, yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm game with that. Quadriplegic, you know what? I still think I could even get down with that, because um, arousal, even after being para or quadriplegic, is still an autonomic response. Is it though? I don't know the science behind it. No, you I... didn't know that? that Stephen no. Hawking had kids, and his dick would still get up after he was uh, in his chair. I thought that they kind of mm. just extracted that from his testicles and just. Artificially and simulated. <laughs> we need more. <laughs> the turkey baster. Well, that's what I'm. <laughs> the turkey baster. They had to act fast. Like, that shit, like, practically dies as soon as it hits the air. That yeah. is true. 
I mean, he divorced his first wife and remarried. There was intercourse involved, I'm sure. So you're good with it, then, is what you're saying. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on a show doubt say I'm good with it. And that whole thing I said about theme parks, that's definitely a major plus. <laughs> so, Emmanuel, I know in your home country, you guys just, like, execution-style murder anyone that's, like, para-quadriplegic, right? <laughs> You know nothing. <laughs> they don't just like cut their you heads off. You know nothing off. beyond the walls, John. <laughs> they don't just cut their heads off and put them on pikes or whatever. And the, like, random ass people, it happens to. Um, That's because they have cameras and they ask too many questions. I'm gonna defer to Nick here. Is there a specific fetish that has to do with being turned on by someone who is um, para or quadriplegic? I don't know about that, but I do know there's one that goes to a further extent that's become really popular as of late, and that's called nugget porn, where it's uh, not paraplegics, but uh, amputees. Yeah, and no, they have like all of their limbs removed. That's what nugget porn is. So, somebody with no arms why? and legs. Like, yeah, because yeah, they're basically they're nuggets. Because they're pretty much a chunk of meat like a chicken nugget. <laughs> I know, it's horrible, but that's what they call it. Yeah, the first time I discovered what that was, I was just like, well, time to blow my brains out so I can forget that. It's like, time to blow my load out. Um, so, <laughs> oh, God. Time to blow my balls out, because I can't forget that. Uh-huh. Have you used um, this, quote, nugget porn, unquote, as a masturbatorial aid? No. So I think you should check that out. Let us know. Get back uh, to us on that. Yeah, get, get back to us on that. So say that, like, you are able to clone yourself, okay? You and your clone are going at it with your fiance, DP, whatever the hell you're doing. I don't know. And you. God, sip- I wish I could bring him back from the ad alternate universe. Ha! <laughs> uh, this is weird. YouTube.com slash mayhem. This is weird. There's like <laughs> multiple playlists in there. Anyway, uh, so you sever her spinal cord and she's paralyzed from the waist down now because you and your clone uh, double penetrated her so hard that it snapped her uh, spine. <laughs> I think we can sell this script to browsers, to be quite honest. <laughs> Probably. She's now paraplegic and she can't feel anything from the waist down. Does that change your answer to the question? Are you like so glad that uh, this happened before the wedding? Because um, no, I would. You, you like I would... <clears throat> you like take her up to the view of Pittsburgh where you proposed or whatever, and you just wheel her wheelchair off the side. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we first met, and this is where we'll last see each other. That's wonderful. The the bloom of our of our deepest love. And the end of it as well. Anyways, so now she doesn't feel anything from the waist down. You don't wheel her off the side of a cliff. Um, you still want to be with her. You're saying yes because you have to say yes because if this comes out before your wedding, that could ruin things for you if you say anything other than yes. So I will then pose that question to Greg in a hypothetical <laughs> sense if you are with if someone. If your mother. <laughs> I don't know if he's fucking if his you mom. You or someone you love is diagnosed with paraplegioma (laughs) you may be entitled to compensation now is the compensation pushing them uh, wheeling them sorry off the side of the fucking cliff where you proposed which is funny because nick proposed uh, up on like the side of a cliff and i did the same thing so two different cliffs two different states two different views yours better than mine but that's neither here nor there my fiance better than yours but that's also neither here nor there but what i'm saying is that Greg if you were in a relationship with somebody or Emmanuel you can also answer this because neither one of you are in the situation that Nick and I are in 
if you are in a relationship with somebody and for some way, shape, or form, they either become para or quadriplegic, do you just, like, piece the fuck out? Or are you like, yeah, I guess I'll uh, stick by your side here. Yeah, it's, it's... It depends on how much I like them. If I like really felt a connection with them and really thought I could spend the rest of my life with them, then yeah, I would definitely like stick it out with them. But if it was just like one of those things where it's like you thought there was something going on, but it turns out that it wasn't really as uh, you really weren't as in love with them as you thought you were, then yeah, I probably wouldn't. Like, I mean, I wouldn't just completely abandon them, but I, I couldn't. Uh, what's what's word I'm looking for? Like, um, what I've gathered from what you're trying to say is you got a lot of your own shit. And it would be hard for yeah. you to uh, be the correct person to be able to support them because you yeah. got your own shit and you can't even deal with your own shit. Yeah, I can barely deal with my own shit right now. I don't think I, I would be the right person. So my answer is multiple things. One, have they been paraplegic like their entire life or pretty much their entire life, right? You gotta think, if it's a female, she's like that. Or dude, whatever, if you're in the dudes, Greg, not judging, you know. But anyway, she is probably given so many hand jobs and blow jobs in her life that she's probably really, really, really good at both of them. Because people probably have felt awkward about like, does she like, does she like feel stuff below the belt? I don't know, like maybe I'll just, you know, like get a little, you know, jerky jerky or whatever. You know, because it's a little, uh, people get a little awkward about it, right? Yeah, there are some girls that will just like post that shit on their Tinder. Like, yes, I can feel down there just to like get it out of the way before a conversation even starts. Uh, maybe they can't feel down there, maybe they can, or whatever. I feel like people are probably awkward about it, so people are more willing to do that, so they could probably suck your dick straight off your body. <laughs> <clears throat> That's, a, like, a possibility. Is that a thing? Like, and not only that, like, she she's not gonna be like, ah, my fucking knees hurt, or whatever the fuck. You're like, get the, just sit there, like, in your chair, and you stand next to a chair. <laughs> just, just, just sit there. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I don't, I don't expect you to kneel, because... I don't know if you can hold yourself. Oh, God, this is fucking terrible. We're pieces of shit. All jokes aside, it's going to make me sound like a piece of shit, whatever. But I've said before on the show that if it ever came to the point to where I became like quadriplegic or paraplegic or whatever, I would blow in my straw or I would roll myself off a cliff. <laughs> right? I would blow in my straw until I rolled myself off a cliff. I don't feel like I've ever been a strong enough person to ever deal with that with myself. So I don't feel like I could say that I would be strong enough or good enough of a person to um, be in a relationship or whatever with um, someone who was, because I couldn't even deal with it being me alone. Now that no one is listening anymore, and we're never going to never going to get be able to get any sort of sponsors or anything like that. So, with all of that being said, we're going to roll right on into this commercial. Hi, Frank here. Feel like you're not getting enough pussy on your dick? dick feeling a little dry, balls not getting bounced on enough, I got the solution right here. A 30 minutes of mayhem shirt and it's guaranteed to get you laid. Don't believe me? Just listen to these satisfied customers. Ever since I started wearing my 30 minutes of mayhem shirt, I get pussy five times a day now. Thanks mom for buying me the shirt. Got down there, got down there, I get my shirt, I porky pig in that some bitch. I'll tell you what, I'm only wearing that shirt when I'm fucking a bitch in the ass. Goddamn animals. Do animals count? Is that part of this thing? What if I'm fucking my cousin? If I'm fucking my cousin, does that count too? What about homosexuality? Is there any specific thing that we are disregarding when it comes to whether these shirts will get me laid or whether they will not get me laid? Now, I'll tell you what, well, fuck it. If I'm porky pig and goddamn shit, these fucking things work. 
Are you ready to roll around in a wheelchair the rest of your life because your pelvis got pulverized by pounding so much pussy? Then roll on over to MayhemMayhem.Spreadshirt.com and get laid today. Warning, Thunderous Man cannot guarantee wearing this shirt will get you laid. Results may vary. The 90s, a decade of decadence. Not quite as decadent as the 80s, maybe, but still pretty decadent. It was also a decade of many, many important moments in pop culture. What were those moments? Well, we here at 30 Minutes of Mayhem will be discussing some of the most important moments in pop culture of the 90s. This is Nostalgia Bomb. We are recording episode 90, so we're going to be talking about something that happened in 1990, specifically the release of one of my personal all-time favorite movies, Home Alone. Home Alone has been a big, big part of my, not just my childhood, but my whole life. Like, I... I've loved that movie ever since I was a small child. I was literally so obsessed with it growing up that I literally drew my own battle plans like Kevin did in the movie, like on how to set up traps in my house in case burglars broke in. That's how obsessed with the movie I was. I thought, you know, why not talk about it? Because I'm pretty sure everybody else in the you know, on this show likes the movie as well. And I thought, let's talk about it. Like, how did it affect your life? What are some of your favorite parts? Talk about some trivia from the movie. You know, let, uh, let's have at it, guys. I have to agree that it was also one of my favorite movies um, at the time period and which came out once I was a child. And Greg and I were only, uh, what, like a year apart? We're and- only a year apart. But we see the PTSD that uh, that Kevin ended up suffering from being uh, left home alone not once but twice because then he became a meth addict and um, <laughs> so on and so forth. So, but Nick, you were trying to say something. Go ahead. Or as important and groundbreaking as the first one was, or at least, you know, as, as far as we were kids, it seemed like the second one just resonated better with me. See, and I never got to see the it, second one as because much. because I think I saw the second one a lot as opposed okay. to the original. See, when I was growing up, both my parents and my grandparents really only had the first one on VHS. We never got the second one on VHS. My dad taped it off of TV. The tape he taped it on like got corrupted or something. So like I only ever saw the second one maybe a couple times at a friend's house. So I didn't see it quite as much as the first one. So while I like them both equally, the first one had more of an impact on me because of the fact that that was the one that I saw the most of when I was growing up. But your boy's in the second one, Greg, so I'm surprised that it is not your favorite uh, comparatively between just one and two. I... Uh, I liked the second one, but I didn't like the second one as much as the first one. But I like how they they directly played off of each other successfully, and they kind of repeated some stuff that was successful in the first movie. Honestly, you can look at them side by side, and it, it the second one might as well just you could enter you could knock the number off either one of them and then throw it on the other. Yeah, like mm. I, I I feel that that's something they did well, but it's also that well once you've seen the one. The other one has something slightly different to offer, but it's about the same experience, so it might as well just be a remake. This is a bit of trivia. One of the things for the longest time 
a lot of people wondered was, how exactly did they forget about Kevin? A lot of people who are like, that's kind of a big thing to overlook. Like that they're and I know the whole thing about the, them thinking that that one neighbor kid you know, rifling through everybody's luggage was uh, was Kevin. So they counted him and all that. But you'd think that they would have uh, looked at everything a little closer when they like got to the airport and everything and realized, oh, well, you know, they were missing a kid. However, somebody pointed out something in the scene where Kevin attacks Buzz and causes him to spill the milk all over everybody's passport well, and everything. It, yeah, it, the when the dad goes to clean up. The yeah, bed, if he, you look closely, you see in you the wad even... of uh, napkins he throws in the trash is Kevin's passport. Well, it, yeah, it's his passport oh. and, and his and his, uh, his plane tickets. You don't even have to look that yeah. closely because all you got to do is pay attention, because the shot hangs on the trash can for a second before it moves on to the next shot. And, I know, and, it, and it hangs there for that second, just that brief heartbeat of a I moment know. so that you can see that. And, and, it, and it's so weird because that. like so I never noticed that for the longest time. Like It wasn't until I was in my 20s when I finally noticed that detail and I was like, I, I felt like such an idiot because it seemed so apparent that that was like why they hung on the trash can because like growing up, I always thought, why are they showing them throwing away the napkins? I mean, that doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. And then when I got older, I finally, like, I saw an article on crack.com about, like, scenes in movies you might have, like, details in movies you might have missed. And that was one of them. And I was like, God fucking damn it. I can't believe I missed that all these years. As, mu as obsessively as I watched that movie growing up. You think that would have been one of the things that I noticed as a kid? Um, uh, well, no, I, I was going to ask you your thoughts. So the, the, the girl that counts. Yeah, Megan. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know what her name is. I think, I, think that's, I think that's Megan. I might be wrong. I'm sure. But Yeah, that was Megan. Okay, so the oldest one that counts all the kids and counts the neighbor boy or whatever. Did you hit that? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. She. Uh, I would totally hit that. Not only that, but I also found out that she, uh, I was like looking at some of the, uh, the page, the Wikipedia pages on like some of the actors who are in the movie. Apparently I found out that, uh, the actress who played Megan Hillary Wolf, uh, later competed in the 1996 and 2000 summer Olympics and, uh, for the United States in judo. So that's pretty cool. Well, another another thing I found out is that in May 2011, the house went on sale for 2.4 million dollars. It wasn't sold until almost a year later, on March 2012, for 1.585 million dollars. Uh, that's 1.585, not 1585. Uh, but uh, anyway, and now the house is promoted as a tourist attraction, so you can actually go visit the house. So that's pretty cool. So I was actually talking about the character Heather. Oh Heather! Oh fuck! Yeah, not Megan Heather. So, Shit! Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I would totally hit that. Kristen Minter. I don't know how. Yeah, that Kristen Minter. Like female. Damn. Yeah. She's uh, damn. She's fifty-one now. How the that? That means she. Oh, she was twenty-five at the time. Okay. Oh my. Oh my God! I forgot she was in that that movie that Vanilla Ice starred in. Holy fuck. So. Holy shit! That's <clears throat> hilarious. I would let her be home alone with my dick and balls. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, apparently, Harry and Marv actually have last names. Uh, it says here that their that their full names are Harry Lime and Marv Merchants, and I had never known that before. But I am looking at the page right now, and that is what their 
names are listed as. Also, another fun trivia fact, Joe Pesci was not the first person that they were going to cast as Harry. The original actor that they were going to cast as Harry was Robert De Niro, but thought... he turned it down because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, okay. So he could, uh... you, could you imagine, though, Home Alone with Robert De Niro as Harry? Like, that would be an entirely different movie. But yeah, but yeah. but they're both great actors. So Yeah, they they are both great actors. Fuck, I'm I'm not saying like one's better than the other. I just think it's just like you well, know, I'm just like, so used to seeing Joe Pesci as uh, as Harry that like thinking of Robert De Niro as Harry weird. So, uh the, the shit that all, everybody always talks about is how the the traps, right? The the how the specific yeah. traps like how the fuck is it? Yeah. Like where he gets uh the motherfucker should have been dead. Yes. That they they should have been ded. Well, it's three stooges. It's three stooges logic. You know, it's like all that stuff should kill you, but it doesn't because you know they're going by the whole slapstick thing. It's not yeah. so, you're supposed to suspend your disbelief for a few minutes. Then I guess my question would be, what was your guys's favorite trap? Uh, Ooh, from that's from a hard. That's a hard one. Um. Ooh. Um. I think. Greg is so I'm gonna, Greg is so hard gonna, right now, but anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna split it down the middle. I think my <laughs> favorite trap that he had for Harry was when Harry opened the uh, the blowtorch with Harry, like when he uh, sets his uh, head on fire, because that scene all like Joe Pesci's like face, the face he makes, and like that scream he does, like always, like just makes me lose it. I think with Marv though, like sl- when he fl- slips down the stairs at the very beginning and like just heads down the stairs to the basement and like uh like that that makes me laugh every time too. I think, I mean it's simple but it's it, it's it's effective and it it's funny it's funny uh whenever that happens. I I hate I've always hit spiders so that oh one damages me just as much as it did them. The paint cans down the steps like that. I have to agree with Nick. Like minus the paint cans down the steps. And I like how in the second one they brought it back, but he was like, oh, well, you, you know, faked him out. The one that fucks me up, like uh, Emmanuel was saying the, that he's not a fan of spiders, so that one fucks him up and hurts him. The one where he steps on the broken bulbs. Yeah, when he steps on the oh, uh, and yes. lights, yeah, in his bare feet. Yeah, that, that fucking... Bad one. That, that one, that one yeah. hurts me just as much as what it hurts him. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I mean, I, it's like you know... You know that 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 that's like he's not actually stepping on them in his bare feet and everything. Like you know, there's that there's a part in your mind that says, okay, he's not actually stepping on him in his bare feet. They just had like these rubber like feet glove things that they put on his feet, you know, like for him to step on them with. But it's still like because you've had an experience like that before, where you did step on something sharp like that and it's yeah and it's just it's such a painful cringy like like thought of like just stepping on something like that 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 does kind of make you like just sort of like what i was going to touch on earlier you know you say how can they forget him but the kind of the point is is like they don't really wrapped up kevin all that much yeah and they're all wrapped up in their you know it's paradoxical because they're doing this to like spend time with the family and then they uh forget one of their family members 
Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, they realize yeah. they probably weren't and doing I, a great job. All right, everybody. Well, I think that's just about enough time we have for today's episode of Nostalgia Bomb. We would also like to hear what you guys thought about what we talked about, like what were perhaps your favorite scenes or lines from Home Alone, what your favorite traps were. You know, just uh, put them in the comments section below, tweet them to us. That about wraps it up for you know, this episode. We'll see you all next time, and we'll be back to 30 Minutes of Mayhem after this commercial break. Welcome to my mini-mart. How may I help you? Put the money in the bag! So, uh, how do you guys feel about uh, virtual reality? You know, honestly, I kind of feel like it's going to be the future of gaming. I really think it's just going to go the way of uh, motion controls, you know, like a dodo. See, the only thing I want it for is just that POV porn to where you got it on, but I just think about, like, imagine you have your Google Cardboard on, you got the headset on, you're just fucking going to town on yourself, and then your parents walk in or whatever, your whole fucking family's there. Shut up! You're caressing my face with a gun. If you're going to rob me... That's fine, just please don't kill me. Rob you? No, 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 no. We're supplying you with a product for the donation you're about to make. Look at me, please take the gun out of my mouth. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I get carried away sometimes. You know, you could have easily prevented this by donating via PayPal using 30 minutes of mayhem at gmail.com. Of course, of course. I will like and share on Facebook. I will do any. Dios mios. Oh. Well, uh, uh, shit, I, uh, did not mean for that to happen. We need to get the fuck out of here. And that does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Greg. And Nick. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all those different locations, and donate to us on PayPal using 30 Minutes of Mayhem at gmail.com. And, uh, that does it for this episode, and I hope... You have enjoyed it. Later, Phyllis.